Welcome to a new episode of Cafecito with Tono Latino, a podcast where we talk about U.S. politics without making you want to jump out the window. So sit down, have a cup of coffee, and let me tell you some interesting things related to politics because, as one of my friends says, if you don't mess with politics, politics messes with you. This podcast is also a newsletter, so if you want to get my content directly in your inbox, visit tonolatino.com slash newsletter to sign up. Every Monday, you're going to receive a newsletter packed with positive news related to politics. And on Thursdays, we're going to dive deep into specific topics like what I'm doing today. And today, we're going to talk about the January 6th commission. On the morning of January 6th, I was dancing in my kitchen and my daughter asked me why. So I told her that it was because the good guys had just won an election. I was talking about the Georgia Senate runoffs from the night before. Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff had won against David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler, giving the Democrats the slimmest majority in the Senate, tying the Senate 50-50. But because Kamala Harris was going to be vice president, she gets to be the deciding vote. At 9.32, I was crying in my car, trying to process all these emotions of so much joy and happiness. And then at 10.39, I was publishing this tweet on my Instagram stories. A mob of Trump supporters had breached the Capitol, were trying to get past Capitol Police, and were hunting down Vice President Mike Pence, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, House soon-to-be Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, to try to kill them. It was basically madness. That day on my Instagram stories, I actually said the following. We need to hold lawmakers accountable and not let this go. What happened today is an attempt at coup, something that the U.S., would frown upon if it were any other country. But this is all Trump's responsibility. He called the Proud Boys to stand back and stay tuned, and then they delivered. He continues to spew lies, the big lie about the election that he lost. A week after the attack on the Capitol, the House of Representatives voted to impeach Donald Trump for the second time. It was the first time that a president's own party had so many people voting in favor of impeachment. Ten Republicans in the House voted with the Democrats to impeach Trump over one article of impeachment. Trump was charged with incitement of insurrection against the U.S. government and lawless action at the Capitol. That day, January 13th, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy was trying to explain why he was voting against impeachment. And look what he had to say. The president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. He should have immediately denounced the mob when he saw what was unfolding. These facts require immediate action by President Trump. Accept his share of responsibility, quell the brewing unrest, and ensure President-elect Biden is able to successfully begin his term. And the president's immediate action also deserves congressional action, which is why I think a fact-finding commission and a censure resolution would be prudent. Unfortunately, that is not where we are today. 
So basically, McCarthy is on board with a commission to investigate what happened on January 6th, right? Well, this is what happened in April when he met with Fox News' Chris Wallace. He walked it all back like a crab. I was the first person to contact him when the riots was going on. He didn't see it. What he ended the call was saying, telling me he'll put something out to make sure to stop this. And that's what he did. He put a video out later. So recently, when the House started moving towards the creation of this January 6th commission, Kevin McCarthy assigned John Katko, a Republican from New York, to negotiate with the Democrats. And he had three demands. He wanted equal representation of Republicans and Democrats in the committee, 5-5. He wanted both the Republicans and the Democrats to have power to subpoena witnesses. He also wanted this report of this investigation to be done by the end of this year. So it wouldn't interfere with the 2022 midterm elections. Okay. As an interesting note, John Katko is one of the 10 Republicans who voted in favor of impeaching Donald Trump. I'm going to tell you about three more of those Republicans a little bit later. But what Kevin McCarthy was not expecting was that the Democrats agreed with his demands. He wanted them to reject his demands so that he could say that this was not a bipartisan effort. Even Nancy Pelosi called him out in a letter. She said, McCarthy won't take yes for an answer. He made three requests to be addressed in Democrats' discussion draft. Every single one was granted by Democrats, yet he still says no. The American people expect and deserve the truth about what happened on January 6th in a manner that, that strengthens our democracy and ensures that January 6th never happens again. It seems that Republicans don't really want to investigate what happened, right? Maybe it's because they believe this could interfere with the 2022 elections. Or maybe it could be because some of them might be partially responsible for what happened. Why am I saying this? Well, take a look at what Senator John Thune had to say. He's the Senate whip. That means that it's his job to get Republican senators to vote along what the Republican leadership wants. And he said that what this committee finds could be weaponized politically and drug into next year. I want our midterm message to be on the kinds of things that the American people are dealing with, not relitigating the 2020 elections. I guess this guy missed the part about the Kevin McCarthy demands that actually said that the report had to be done by the end of 2021. And a key part of this commission is to investigate Donald Trump's role in fomenting the violence. But McCarthy was in contact with Trump on the day of the attack, during the attack. McCarthy was in contact with Trump, asking him to put out a statement to call for an end to the violence. According to Republican Congresswoman from the state of Washington, Jamie Herrera Butler, Kevin McCarthy told her that Trump responded to McCarthy saying, well, Kevin, I guess these people are more upset about the election results than you are. Representative Liz Cheney has repeatedly called for Kevin McCarthy to be subpoenaed because of these conversations. You also say that uh, Kevin McCarthy should testify, but what it appears is going to be a new commission to investigate the riot 
on January 6th and should testify specifically about the conversation he had with the president on that day where he reportedly called the president and said, you got to call this off. And the president said, Kevin, it appears some people are more interested in this election than you are. I asked uh, Congressman McCarthy about that a couple of weeks ago. Take a look at that exchange. Has the president ever reached out to you since that report came out to discuss what you and he talked about in the January 6th phone call? And did you say to him, I can't because we're under oath? No. That never happened? It's never happened. And you would have never even close. And, and if it did happen, you would agree that would be witness tampering. Yeah, but never happened. Congresswoman, do you know anything about that, whether or not uh, Kevin McCarthy and Donald Trump talked and the president tried to reach out to, in effect, get their story straight about what happened in that January 6th phone call? Uh, Leader McCarthy has uh, spoken to a number of people uh, in, in large groups and small groups since the 6th about his exchanges with the president. Uh, he's spoken publicly on the House floor about his view of the president's responsibility. Uh, I think it's very important that, uh, you know, he clearly has facts about that day, uh, that uh, an investigation into what happened, into the president's actions, uh, ought to get to the bottom of. And I think that he has uh, important information uh, that needs to be part of any investigation, whether it's the FBI, the Department of Justice, uh, uh, or this commission that I, I hope will be set up. And Republican... Adam Kinzinger from Illinois says that Kevin McCarthy dismissed him when he warned that the Republican Party's rhetoric was going to cause violence before January 6th. Now, all three of those, Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, and Jamie Herrera Butler, voted in favor of impeaching Donald Trump. So urged by Trump, House Minority Whip Stephen Scalise tried to persuade Republicans to vote against the creation of this commission. He said that the problem with the commission was that it was only going to investigate the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Republicans insist that the commission's scope is too narrow because it doesn't include looking into incidents like the 2017 shooting at a congressional baseball practice. It's the January 6th commission. Why do we need to expand the scope to other dates beyond January 6th? That's how they try to get you. But Stephen Scalise didn't get what he wanted because 35 Republicans voted with the Democrats in favor of creating the January 6th commission. They don't want to sweep this under, under the rug. The final vote was 252 versus 175. So this now moves to the Senate. But before I get there, let me tell you about two more Congress people. Representative Greg Pence, whose brother is Mike Pence, the guy that was being hunted down by the mob on January 6th, voted against the commission to investigate what happened on the day that they were trying to kill his brother. And crazy lady Marjorie Taylor Greene actually was uh, saying that the people who breached the Capitol are being abused. She obviously is against this commission because she is one of those people that perpetrated the big lie, continues to perpetrate the big lie and insists that the election was stolen. And one of her associates was actually at the riot. 
The people who breached the Capitol on January 6th are being abused, some even being held for 23 hours a day in solitary confinement. Okay, so as I told you, now this thing goes to the Senate where Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is going to put this bill on the floor and force everybody to vote on the record. But unfortunately, this is not a budget bill, so it needs 60 votes or more to pass. And Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell already said he's not going to vote in favor of it. Do you remember when he voted against convicting Donald Trump after the second in the second impeachment because he said that Donald Trump would pay the price of what happened? And as I told you before, the Senate Minority Whip John Thune is saying that Republicans shouldn't vote for it because it could interfere the, with the 2022 midterms. So the big question is, will the Democrats get 10 or more Republicans to vote to create this commission? I wouldn't hold my breath. As my beloved Rachel Maddow likes to say, you can't even get 10 Republicans to agree with the Democrats that Wednesday comes before Thursday. But honestly, I want to be wrong about this. After all, we did have seven Republicans that voted to convict Donald Trump. So we just need those seven plus three more, right? For now, all I can do is share this reaction to the Republicans' vote by Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan of Ohio. He said what all of us are thinking. I want to thank the gentleman from New York and the other Republicans who are supporting this and thank them for their bipartisanship. To the other 90% of our friends on the other side of the aisle, holy cow, incoherence. No idea what you're talking about. Benghazi, you guys chased the former Secretary of State all over the country, spent millions of dollars. We have people scaling the Capitol, hitting the Capitol Police with lead pipes across the head, and we can't get bipartisanship. What else has to happen in this country? Cops. This is a slap in the face to every rank-and-file cop in the United States. If we're going to take on China, if we're going to rebuild the country, if we're going to reverse climate change, we need two political parties in this country that are both living in reality, and you ain't one of them. I yield back the balance of my... I hope this was a useful episode of Cafecito with Tono Latino. Remember, I do this every Thursday, and I want to hear from you either via Twitter at Contono Latino or on my Instagram direct messages at tono.latino. Or feel free to just send me an email at hola at tonolatino.com. Talk to you again next week. Oh.